Welcome to Allendale Market Talk. Greg McBride and Mike Lung back at it again here, Mike. And uh, I mean, it was we were talking before we came on air. These markets are so, so I guess, such a in such a whipsaw mode that there's really not a lot of long-term positions to really work on here. It's a lot of it is coming into day trade or just short-term trading and. I mean, are we? Is this constructive? Is this is this working for anything? What what does this mean when it comes to the engagement in the market, and what it could do down the line if this if this type of trade continues? It, it looks just like much of how 2011 did, where you just have this large oscillation movement, you have large volatility, and just a lot of back and forth until we solve issues. So it's really just. At this point, if you're going to be looking long-term, you need to look extreme long-term. And if you're not, you need to be available to move in and out quickly because it's something that you're seeing a lot of just quick motions. Like to, And today you saw beans jump up, you saw corn jump up, you saw wheat tank, and there's a lot of talk about beans being switched to basis out to August. And some motion and spreads and things along those lines. So it's something that you just really see a lot of this back and forth, quick motion type of trade and any kind of larger player that decides to come in the market can move it very quickly one way or another, and then do the exact ops the next day. So well, it, just, does, it does seem like we had, we've had some decent volume days here uh, recently. Is that uh, kind of a sign that uh, maybe the, uh, the, commercials are in here uh, moving money around trading in the trading in the futures um you know you mentioned the fact that they're they're moving out to the uh to the august contract uh you know where do we stand when it comes to the commercials versus the funds at this point differently um it's something that i mean you are seeing some volume, you are seeing some movement and commercials are going to be covering themselves, but it's going to be different depending on what kind of commercials they are, whether they're looking to merchandise and change, uh, do the difference between price activity on the board and different contract months, or whether they're just looking at straight out contracts for the most part, it's going to be merchandising and seeing multiple. But when you see people, especially place sell orders on in their local elevator, uh, you'll see those being triggered on just individual months. So, Mm -hmm. You're really just seeing at this point, like I said, quick movements. And if you're looking at volume over the extreme long term, well, your volume's been and continues to be on the lighter side of things. Right. If you're, if you're looking at just a normal trading year. Right. Now, we, uh, uh, as we kind of, we know we've got a USDA report uh, this Friday. I don't know that I get as excited about these USDA reports here recently because it doesn't seem like they really ch- have the ability to change the uh, change the the outlook of the market. You you may get a one or two day reaction to that uh, to that report, but you don't necessarily. It, it's not I'm not that the USDA is set up to change how the market's uh, trading anyway, but. It just feels like we don't have those uh, those reports that uh, make those longer term trades or longer term changes like we've uh, seen in the past. So, you know, I guess we keep an eye on uh, we keep an eye on Ukraine, uh, Russia. Where do we stand on the uh, uh, on the the export side of things? Uh, China is a, still a, a big deal because they're sourcing 
um, from Brazil. They're now trying to source from Zambia. Um, Brazil is harvesting right now. So where, where do we stand on the, on the world side of things? On a very, very imbalanced platform. You've got, I mean, the whole thing going on with Ukraine and Russia, Russia saying, yeah, we'll let them export grain through these ports, but they're actually the ones that are blocking this port with mines. So if they want to get the grain out that area, then they got to demine the area and get grain out. And then Ukraine's coming back and saying, there's no way that we trust you. And there's no way we're going to take down our defenses because you, at your word, say you're not going to do something, which we've seen in the past just isn't the case. And then you have... Yeah. The U.S. making comments that, and which I've pretty much a lot of people assumed that Russia is taking Ukraine grain and selling on the world exports. And you have a uh, United States that is warning uh, African nations that are buying Russian grain that this may be happening and to not buy from Russia, but they don't care right now. You have India that's making deals to buy Russian oil. You've got China and Russia that have been doing a lot more closely related or closely tied exercises militarily and really speaking up for China's quote unquote, uh, I forget the exact wording, but how Taiwan should be a part of China and that that's their land. Mm. And then you have them both backing up North Korea and you have flyovers of South Korea and so just on unstable ground is probably the best when you're talking about international relations. Which will keep the volatility in the market. Uh, and um, the next, then it becomes what's, what's next down the road. Is it, is it going to be this, uh, the CPI number that we get on uh, Friday, giving us an inflation at 8 8.3%, 8.5%. And then what does, what does that mean for what the, uh, what the Fed does with uh, interest rates next Wednesday? Do they increase it by uh, half a basis point, three quarters of a basis point? And we already know just from the, uh, the GDP data, um, what at the end of last month, that we are, uh, we are now in a negative growth uh, territory when it comes to uh, to our gross domestic domestic product, so uh, another quarter of that, uh, which would come uh, what uh, maybe the end of July, am I thinking about that? Right? Maybe August, when we get the quarter two data, um, that would uh, that would signal a recession. So there are definitely uh, a lot of uh, concerns there. I saw I heard something. Uh, um, I think it was Reuters put it out that. Yesterday was the first day, and, and maybe this is not confirmed, I don't know, but uh, uh, yesterday was the first day that Russia had not, or not Russia, but China had not shipped anything to the United States. And I don't even know how long, um, but uh, not a single uh, ship left port from, uh, from China for, uh, for the United States yesterday, which seems a bit odd considering we are a number one customer. <laughs> yeah. Definitely odd, considering how much comes out of China, how much we buy, and just just little knickknacks here and there for everything you yeah. see made in China. So to see no exports whatsoever is definitely curious. Yeah, that'd be like an Amazon package not magically showing up on my doorstep every day. You know, right? Come on. 
I think we know them. We're on a first name basis. They're getting a Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, what do we? And then, um, you know, let's let's focus real quick on uh, on energies because the these energy markets are insane right now. We continue to see new contract highs. Yeah, and this is not just crude. This is uh, you know crude. Uh, heating oil, Arbob gas, the the natural gas looked like it was it was done. It looked like it was done for. You made a high at the end of uh, May, and then within uh, I think three or four days, you were off those highs by like a dollar fifty. And here you are making new contract highs again here today. So, I mean, this the volatility in that in that market or in in all of those energy markets is another another two thousand eight throwback to these high energy prices continue to put uh, support into our markets. And when they're done, and we talked about this last week, and I, we've talked about this before, uh, this could be the you know that'll be the death knell for for the markets for a while, don't you think? Yeah, because once you see that all flip over, now you're finally at that topping point of the of the commodity market. I mean, really, at this point, like we're talking about, the grains are relatively sideways when you really look at the large scale of things. And you've got energies that definitely have large influence when it comes to biofuels and things along those lines. So you see that story fall its way out of this mix. You see this ethanol profit margin decrease dramatically, which has been a lot of the uh, national uh, business here recently, and you've seen a lot of ethanol plants bidding up, it definitely could take a big chunk of movement out of this market. If you see exports slowing down and then you start to see biofuel crushing, things along those lines slowing down, then you kind of look at everything and say, okay, we've really hurt internal demand. We've stopped external demand. And now we're sitting with a crop that doesn't seem to be doing as poorly as what we were expecting right out the gate. Mm-hmm. And any kind of South America return to normalcy for their weather. Uh, yeah. Demand's going to be the definitely end all be all of this. And once right. that demand stops, you very well see a multi year cycle high come into play. Right. Well, let's, uh, I don't think uh, we need to rehash the, uh, every uh, episode we've done here uh, over the last few weeks. I mean, it kind of feels like we're just treading water waiting for the next uh, shoe to drop on some of these things that uh, we've talked about, but uh, um, let's go down the, down the list of uh, what we've got coming up because there is quite a bit going on. Uh, Allendale will release a snapshot uh later on this week for uh, a preview of that USDA report uh, on Friday. Uh, Friday's uh, report comes out at 11 a.m. Central Time. That'll be a standard uh, uh, supply and demand report. And then we've got uh, CPI that morning. We also have the Fed uh, FOMC meeting on uh, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. Um, Beyond that, we've got the uh, Juneteenth uh, market holiday on June 20th. And then uh, at the end of the month is a big USDA report. That is a uh, quarterly grain stocks and a um, uh, planted acreage report. So we'll get an update uh, as far as uh, did we plant as many bean acres uh, as we uh, as we thought back at the end of March, or did we uh, uh, switch some acres over to corn? So um, anything else that I missed there, Mike? 
Sounds about right to me. All right. Let's wrap her up. All right. If you guys have any questions, please give us a call. 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. But for this week, for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Long and Greg McBride signing off. You guys have a great one.